get into gate. This is episode 85. We're talking Stargate SG1 Prodigy. My name is Mitch. The full Get Into Gate team are here. We got Maddie. I'm just a fire starter. We got Brendan. Yeah, hello. And Reese. Yeah, g'day guys. We're talking Stargate SG1. Three long-term fans, and Reese is watching it all for the first time. And what a bloody good decision that was, Reese. What a show! And we're here to talk about it. Why it's so great back in the day. Why it's still great to get on board. And let's see what Prodigy's all about and find out what Reese thought about it. Carter takes a brilliant young cadet under her wing on a mission to a remote planet inhabited by unique electronic beings that resemble a swarm of fireflies. But when the creatures suddenly turn aggressive, SG-1 will need the cadet's brain power to help them escape with their lives. Is Robert Cooper writing these? Like, that's... (laughs) Terrible. That first sentence was very hard to get through. Kind of like fireflies. That was the pitch. Carter takes a brilliant young cadet under her wing on a mission to a remote planet inhabited by unique electronic beings that resemble a swarm of fireflies. They're energy beings. Thank you for the punctuation marks too. They're not electronic. They're energy beings. Written by Joe Malozzi, Paul Mully, and Brad Rewrite. (laughs) Well done. Brad Rewrite. He does enjoy that, doesn't he? He was Brad Pre right here. He's got the story, but then Teleplay was just purely Malazzi and uh, oh, Mully. So he just I've, dumped it in their lap. Went, here is an idea. Feeling, run with it. I have a feeling they've gone. They've kind of said, "Oh, here's their idea," and he's gone, "Change this, this, and this." Off you go. Yeah, I'll, yeah. Ta- I'll take the story credit for that, yes. guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Deloise directing it. Yep. Yeah, that saved a lot, I think. So, Reese, thoughts, Prodigy, Jennifer Haley, what a. <laughs> Do you know what's amazing is there's actually an actress whose real name is Jennifer Haley who comes in the show like next season. Yeah, and she auditioned for this part. Yeah, really. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. no, sorry, her name's Jennifer Haley. Yeah, or something. Yeah, it could be mm. pronounced the same. Mm. Um. Yeah, she really pissed me off. <laughs> I think that was the intention. Oh, mm. absolutely. But to the point where I'm just like, why would you even? Bo- like, yeah, great, she's smart, but you wouldn't want her around. No. Don't bring it to the STC. Mate, she's Sheldon Cooper before Sheldon Cooper was Sheldon Cooper. Mm. Like, mm. Yeah. And that worked out real well, so. <laughs> the Glowbugs, yeah, and also that doctor on the Glowbug planet. The main one, the head All right, guy. we got glowing bugs. <laughs> <laughs> it was the natural next step. Yeah. And, they, and they go through you. Yeah. Rather than latch onto you, they, they go, go through things. you and microwave you from the inside. Yeah. So two two people that pissed me off a lot in this episode. But other than that, I thought, yeah, the glowing bugs was a, was a, were a pretty cool little addition. But in saying, yeah, the, the glowing bugs are cool. In saying that uh, with the scientist guy, it kind of opens up for a couple of episodes in the future where you get this greatness with O'Neill and scientists. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, I just love that part where he's like, well, it's a moon. We're orbiting that gas giant. Oh, well, if it's a moon, then go right ahead. Do whatever you <laughs> yeah. want. What could happen? <laughs> oh, I f- love that. Yeah, I love it. It's a, that's a rewind moment for me, yeah. for Jack O'Neill. Oh, well, if it's a moon, <laughs> go ahead. Do whatever you want. What could happen? He delivers it so well. <laughs> so good. So good. Yeah, just the banter and just that he just did not care about this doctor. Didn't. Yeah. yeah. Not one He's bit. trying to annoy him. Yeah. Well, and the irony <laughs> is, is that. I think that's why I like him because I try to annoy you, <laughs> all of you. Well, then, of those of those three doctors, you've got the main guy who was a dick, the dead guy, yeah. and then the other guy with glasses. Mm. That's Doctor Lee. Yeah. Now he comes back. He ends up doing like thirty episodes of Stargate. He does mm. twenty SG one. He oh, does wow. seven Atlantis and two um, SGU uh, oh. universe. Mm. We don't see him again till he does one episode in season six and then comes back towards the end of season seven and does oh, a lot yeah. through seven, eight, nine, and ten. Jeez, really? A break. 
Yeah. Wow. I thought he was in it for more. That's weird. Yeah, but I completely forgot. It's like he he let that other guy die. Like that other guy was <laughs> yeah. getting attacked by the bugs, and he just kind of went, uh, "I'm gonna run away." Yeah. Run away! Uh. What's, he, what's he gonna do? <laughs> If only I could help. He had orders from General Mustache to just run away at any chance. When in doubt, sir. I liked it when when old mate was uh, questioning O'Neill and Tilt got up. Yeah. He's like, hey, I've been doing this since before you were born, mate. Shut up. (laughs) You should listen to O'Neill, you clown. (laughs) That was brilliant. That was really good. So at the start, General Ryan, he didn't seem like an actor. No. That is because he is the real General Ryan, the real uh, head of the, head of the Air Force. The General Ryan, yeah. yeah. So love, he's love the, F, love oh, the Air Force. He's the love real the world, Force. the right. actual. Because yeah. um, the production, you know, mm. works with the um, American military. He is the actual real world. Sure, at the time. got your yeah, hands full um, with that one, eh, George? Yeah. <laughs> well done. Jeez. So he's he's a <laughs> just he's, be yourself. <laughs> yeah. Try pretend not that you're not reading this. Yeah, so he's a, he's a real four star general that reports directly to the president at the time. Jesus. General Hammond's only a two star general. He's a fake two star general, and this is a real four star yeah. general. Well, he's Appar- two star with a red phone to the president. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But Pretty apparently, much. because uh, Don S. Davis is like an ex military man, he was actually quite starstruck mm. coming well. in and doing a scene with like the real sort of head of the air force. <laughs> and O'Neill didn't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> What's with this stupid mission? Oh, yeah. yeah so, sorry, sir. Interesting mission. <laughs> <laughs> Very important, interesting mission. Uh, Tilk, you there, buddy? And um, <laughs> this is like his yeah, go-to yeah. now. He's insulting yeah. the ranks. <laughs> and uh, no Daniel this episode. He was off oh, with SG Eleven. Eleven. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, that's dangerous. I, that, I mean, I this, like, <gasps> he's dead again. Like Reese, Reese is watching this. He's going. Oh, okay, so Shanksy's being written out of the show. Yeah, like. yeah. <laughs> he won't come back. Um, so the reason he wasn't in this episode is because he was actually supposed to direct it. That's why he was written out of this episode because he was going to be behind the camera. But then there was some scheduling conflicts, so he actually like they brought in Peter DeLuise to direct this one, and Shanksy is actually off prepping for Double Jeopardy in a mm. couple of weeks' time, where he actually directs that episode instead. Right. So okay. that's why he wasn't um, wasn't in the episode. Major yeah. haircuts back. Yes, I saw oh, that. Yeah. I think they gave him a name. I don't know if he had one before. Major Griff. Uh, Griff. Griff. Yeah, it's not sticking Griff. around. Yeah. Oh, not, well, not on this show, buddy. <laughs> yeah. it, is, it is apparently t- technically a Star Wars reference, uh, according to Peter DeLuise, who loves to, you know, name weird things. Uh, this is Major Griff, played by Russell Ferrier. He's a reoccurring uh, soldier on the show. He was first seen on uh, the first ones. Uh, the namesake of uh, Griff is an homage to uh, Sam Fuller, who directed uh, the Big Red One and Steel Hammer, and he always names a character named Griff. In the, in the Big Red One, Mark Hamill played the character of Griff. So it always gives me great pleasure when he's in an episode. That's some deep, like, nerdy mm. movie knowledge yeah. right there. Like, that's a deep cut. Yeah. I thought you said Star Wars. I did say Star Wars. No, it said Star Trek. You did. Did so, I? No. That's, I'm pretty sure I said Star Wars. Yeah, you said Star Wars. Come on, Mitch. Be a player. Suck a dick! <laughs> I was waiting for you to reconvince me. I was going to say Pickle Rick. Rick yeah. Pickle Fucking Rick! No, you did say Star Wars, but was it just the Mark Hamill? Yeah. Yeah, okay. See, only way I thought you guys would let me play that audio. I'm sure you so. said Star Trek because I was so ready to shout <laughs> oh, And shame. on second thoughts, guys, I am also <laughs> convinced. <laughs> go back to the episode. Rewind it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready yeah. to get shifty. So, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Did anyone notice the scorched earth path through the brush where the bear was in scorched earth? Oh, oh is that the same <laughs> little the same spot, was one. it? Yeah. Right. No, see, that entire scene, all I was looking at was Chris Judge's car. Oh, his thighs. Like, just these monster thighs that were, like, 
the size of O'Neill's torso. Yeah. I was like, holy mm. shit, he's been doing some squats or something. Like, it was ridiculous. Yeah. His zipper was just, like, fighting to stay closed. <laughs> it was ready he's to really burst He's really got his bright orange pants underneath. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest, that, that zipper would have enough to work with yeah. at the best of times, let alone when it's leg day. Assuming. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh, when we first meet uh, Lieutenant Haley. Yeah. yeah, no, not not lieutenant, cadet or whatever. She cadet, is. the guy next to her that is um asks the question to Carter, that's actually Ivan Bartok, which sort of I, they they oh. mention it in the um audio commentary, and I was like, wait, I know that name. Who the teacher? No, no, the the, the other cadet, the male cadet sitting right. next to Haley who asked the question. So at the time in, of this episode, he was actually just a, an assistant to Richard Innocent and and Michael Greenberg. Um, he actually goes on later on. You'll see his name a lot in a lot of the DVD special features from, I think, about season six or seven onwards. He actually becomes like the guy in charge of DVD special features. Mm. He, he like directs and, and produces all the little interviews and behind the scenes videos, which really amp up from, I'd say about probably season six or seven onwards. There is so much behind the scenes content. Um, that's all basically done by, um, by that kid. Cool. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, it is a big step up from uh, Hammond and Fraser going. Oh, hello! I didn't, oh, I didn't Jesus. notice you there. Those are so bad. <laughs> so <laughs> new so recruit. Bad. It's like the four star general. It's like yeah. well read. <laughs> yeah. Not at all. Hello, can you S G C? Will you give us a jet now? We gave you a cameo. Can we have a jet? Can we have, <laughs> yeah. can we have a jet? What can we score out of this? I yeah. love it how Carter loves Haley so much behind her back, but whenever she's talking to her, she just canes her. Yeah. <laughs> Tough love. Well, you're a shithead. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you're a shithead. shithead. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, she just, like, she, she fights for, can you not, don't expel her. I think, you know, she's she's got some great potential, and then mm. she comes in, and she goes, what the hell were you thinking, Little punk. Yeah, I like, like that though. No, just, I did too. I'm just saying it's you know? just. I found it so funny how yeah. she'll never know how hard she fought for it. Yeah. <laughs> I was. It was too close to home for me from a couple of weeks ago in 2010. It was these two people with just differing, you know, scientific background, like you know, theories, and I was just like, oh no, I'm not. I'm not touching that one. Uh, I'm not going to uh, do any of that. No, I'm not. Both credible. Both credible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's good the way they you know respected each other's you know. Scientific theories. No, it wasn't. Even Shit. though neither of them were actually proved in the end, and no one was proved right or wrong. I love it how she's like, oh, I've come to this school, and I just hear Sam Carter this, Sam Carter that. And Sam Carter's like, oh, what, you're not the smartest? Get yeah. over it. <laughs> like, yeah. Give it to her. Immediately. But yeah, and then me- it, it, next minute, though, like, Carter finds someone equal intelligence. She hates him. So Yeah, that's well, yeah. he's very hateable, the next guy that we meet. Yeah, true. Um, um, he and then at the end where she's like, she's like, oh, we'll never find out who's right. And I'm like, you're a f-ing idiot, girl. <laughs> it's <laughs> well, not about that. Apparently, a lot of the fans were just like, all right, well, if you're so you know sure about <laughs> it, just stay on the planet and see if you yeah. survive. Yeah. <laughs> see what happens. Just see if you survive, love. You know. Yeah, you give bugs. yourself a couple of hours and head back. I did find it, and I I hate to bring up a you know a theory because. Um, <laughs> When Carter says, like, their two ideas are mutually exclusive, it's, like, either retaliatory or it's about the poles. Mm, mm. But it's, like, well, they're not completely mutually exclusive. It no. could be the reason they're being retaliatory is because of the poles. Yeah. It's, like... Well, they're if, aggressive because of the poles. Yeah. And so, retali- it's, so it's, like, if, if we'd have captured one when it wasn't in the pole where they were being aggressive, maybe it would have just flown away and never would have come yeah. back. But maybe it's like the poles are like their version of like the mating season or whatever, so they get mm. really aggressive or whatever. 
So they decided to retaliate. Yeah. So I was like, well, yeah, they're not. Well, I think it was based on the time that they had um, before the generator ran out. Yeah, but Carter's the... going. They are mutually exclusive, which. Yeah, it drew yeah, a line for the, the time sand. being. Well, no, like no, obviously I... you couldn't find out on that on that matter. But I think yeah. what Maddie's saying is, Carter says. There is nothing to draw the comparisons to with these two hypotheses. Yeah, she's Whereas saying it's got to be A or B. It yeah. can't be. It can't be a it combination. Can, of it both. can't be C. It's definitely A or B. Yeah, I, I assume she was saying there's no way to reach a conclusion with the time frame that we have. Correct. So O'Neill, what do we do? Yeah, yeah. But Whereas if, if there was no time frame, they'd be like, okay, well let's wait and see which one's right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And then Maddie's saying, but they're not exclusive. That's right. If there was no time frame, yes, they're not exclusive. But because there's a time frame, they 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 are. At that point in time. No, I'm I'm taking I'm taking the jeopardy out of it. I'm just talking purely from right. a yeah. theoretical point mm. of view. Yeah. Is those two theories could technically overlap? Yeah. yeah. They weren't going to weren't test out, out those theories yeah. because yeah. of the time frame. Yeah. But it was just it was just Carter's one line where she says they're mutually exclusive. It's mm. like, well, no, it could be a combination of the two things. Yeah. Obviously. You know, Jack made the right decision because you know Carter says he's he's willing to sacrifice himself to save everyone the team, rather yeah. than sacrifice everyone based on a theory. So they still did all the right yeah. thing there, yeah. but the theories themselves, I think, could technically overlap a little bit. Yeah, they could. But yeah. they did the right thing in not testing that theory. Yeah. yeah. Although I think I was surprised that Jack didn't choose to shoot Tilk. What is that? <laughs> well, the weird thing at the end is why didn't they just send two? Yeah. Because Tilk clearly just kind of they ran just each after other. him anyway. Oh, how f***ing long did it take him to dial that gate? Right? <laughs> if he hadn't have stopped and looked and slowly pulled out the walkie and gone, okay, I'm going to start dialing, <laughs> yeah. he could have dialed it before the zap yeah. wore off. And boop, look around. Boof, look around. Yeah. And then, oh, we've got to give Tilk time to yeah. get there. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it must be but contagious. But he got there like that. Yeah. Yeah, he was just running behind. It might be contagious what's going on because the start of last week's episode in the light when Barber, they were, you know, in the whole the bet, here's the hundred bucks thing. <laughs> you could hear Walter is like, Chevron one. Yeah. Encoded. And then like 30 seconds of dialogue about the bet, talk to Daniel, blah, blah, blah. Chevron two. And I'm like, what? What are you, do- Walter? What are you doing? Like, what? Just punch, punch, punch. He's buddy. just waiting for yeah. a clear point. Yeah, like yeah. there's a break. And oh, everyone everyone's here talking. I don't want to interrupt anyone. Shh. Everyone, everyone. Shush. maybe I get silent down in the gay room. Like the gate's just like spinning and just wait. he's like, what the, what the yeah. are you doing up there? Like, I'm doing the most important thing for us all here. Yeah. Right? Do you need a big spanner with a big spanner help? With the big spanner help, I'll bring it anyway. It's like the only thing anyone needs to hear is Chevron 7 locked, yeah. just so they know to duck if they're too close to the yeah. Stargate to yeah. dodge the court. That's the only yeah. thing they need to hear. Everybody get ready. Yeah, like they can see it's clearly spinning and lighting up, so back up. Yeah. yeah we it's know, like if you're we on, know the drill. If you're on the ramp when the Stargate is act, like doing stuff, you know to get the f- out of the way. Yeah. Like, even like, in Atlantis, they don't do that. They just dial it and bang because yeah. they have pretty much a DHD. Mm. And then... Even at the same time, like season ten of SG One is season two of Atlantis, so and Walter's still cracking out. <laughs> Chevron One encoded, and you're like, "Are we still doing this?" He's one job, mate. <laughs> like I love it, <laughs> but just continuity-wise, it's, oh, get, it's strange. Get well, Carter onto it for twenty minutes, and she'll come up with something quicker. Mm. Did you notice the continuity error oh, in this one? This has to be the biggest continuity error in the whole series so far. So when. When Haley and Carter are walking up to the Stargate, you've got Carter on the right, Haley on the left. 
Yeah. They step through the Stargate and they arrive on the moon <laughs> and they swap positions. Yeah. <laughs> that annoyed me so much. Yeah. Even Peter Deleuze was like, yeah, that's well, my bad. In, in and, the, and the script supervisor, but yeah, that's my they bad. They have a continuity person designed for continuity. Yeah, yeah. so that's they're a fired. supervisor, isn't it? Well, the oh, I think they too. actually like, have, that's they mainly actually for, have a continuity. That's mainly well, for wardrobe. That was back in the day they had a continuity girl. No, she'd be on set writing shit down right. too. Mm. And it was for a girl. It's not like it's the sexist thing. It, it generally was a girl. Yeah. It paid more attention to detail. Because they're more yeah. attentive than men. Paid so less that's pay. why Obviously. they would be entrusted well, with that sort of job. We don't want to assume that. Mm. Well, um, <laughs> I don't I don't see what the big problem is, guys. As we saw in Stargate Origins, they're able to see what happens when they go through the wormhole. They're able to see all the stars oh, yeah. going by. So if they can watch <laughs> yeah, that, then cool. quite obviously swap sides, Carter yeah. and, her, and and young girl can swap places. Oh, they, yeah. can, they can chat. They would have line. a total um, Aladdin. <laughs> I can show you the galaxy. <laughs> just just I think that's, humbling. I can show you the galaxy. I think that's four, four episodes in a row <laughs> you've brought up how much you hate Origins. For sorry, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm happy about I'm it. I'm going through a dark, <laughs> I'm dark happy about spot, okay? <laughs> well, I was going to bring it's it up a- last uh, last week. With uh, another week before when they're back on Abydos, that was the first time we've been on Abydos since since we watched since Origins. we watched Origins, yeah. <laughs> and it was kind of like uh, Kasuf is like, "This is where I heard the sound," and I'm like, "Oh, it's like when they blew up that tent, that important tent <laughs> yeah. from orbit, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Where's, where's, where's that crater? You yeah, know, they, just, they just walk past it. Oh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah. That's what yeah. they're in. They're in the crater. Yeah, yeah no, they, they no one know. has any memory of it. We don't know what it was. <laughs> Speaking of tent, um, lucky they didn't have a, a big tent instead of an aluminium shed, right? Right, how convenient. <laughs> yeah. It's like the only other real sort of off world post we've seen was first ones when they had the, you know, they were digging yeah. up the fossils and mm. that sort of stuff. And I'm pretty sure they were just like camouflage tents, you yeah. know, up in the background or whatever. Lucky that this lab was aluminium, yeah, oh, so yeah. That they could do everything. So do we know it. what they were? I wasn't really paying attention. Why were they on that planet for this such important mission? Do we know? Well, what? Well, yeah. Uh, just a scientific outpost? Because uh, it was a moon? Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> and they could study a gas giant sort of up close, maybe? Oh, yeah. Okay. Is that what they were studying? Yeah, the no, but they, found they, ca- they were studying the moon because while well, we found caves, we want to yeah, explore wanna them. Explore the caves. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, I'm not sure exactly what they were. Oh, that's right, because they... That's right. They said it might have been a rogue planet that got caught into the Jupiter. Yeah, Jupiter, because in, they just happened, Jupiter's orbit into the gas giant. They just happened yeah. to be that big, you know, um, perfectly drawn chalkboard thing of the poles and stuff for <laughs> Haley to refer to. Yeah. She's, you know, obviously spilling uh, out her hypothesis. Dead Bill did that before. Yeah. <laughs> before he filled up the generator. Yeah. I just find it weird how when the, the bugs killed old Bill, he has his hand there and it's kind of like swooping around and then one of them goes through his hands and I'm like run yeah, <laughs> yeah. like immediately run yeah. he just was like whoa did they one of them got aggressive I'm like that's when you run yeah. did they properly explain what was happening to you when you were getting attacked by the by the swarm no because it's like the, it, I only noticed it because Peter DeLuis said it in the commentary and it's like oh they microwave you from the inside right because it's like when they pass through you they're phasing through you so they don't leave like a hole in your hand mm. if they pass through you but as they mm-hmm. pass through you, it kind of microwaves you, and that's how you get those little welts. Because right. it's like you see them; we see them passing through trees, and there's no damage to the tree or any yeah. burn marks or anything like that. Mm. So yeah, they kind of vague that up a little bit as mm. to yeah yeah yeah. Because I assumed that they would yeah just putting a hole through you, but yeah, yeah like, I, th- like I thought you it said, was just mm. a burn. 
That's what I was assuming. Yeah. Like they were hot and it was a, like an energy. But you burn. think if they pass yeah. through the trees a lot, like if a whole swarm passed through a tree, yeah, wouldn't that tree heat up and mm. yeah, yeah. Well, mate, they're electronics, so they can probably <laughs> adjust. Yeah. I thought they were just yeah. giant Nintendos. Just be just because we do love uh, Peter DeLuise's sense of humor, because he's got a pretty childish sense of humor mm. like we do. Um, just his commentary of what happens when the guy is getting attacked by the swarm. It's a throwback to uh, Crossroads. <laughs> and then, it, oh, that hurt. Oh, it went through my body again. Oh, the poo cramps. Oh, 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 oh I'm getting a turtle head this here. Doesn't look good. <laughs> this could be bad. You guys laughed over the bit after he says turtle. He goes, I'm touching cloth. Oh, really? <laughs> I love how Cooper's just like, okay, just tone it down. Yeah. I'm the boss here. I've just been promoted. Uh, so if you want to do another episode. It wasn't Cooper this time. That's one. <laughs> it was absolute power. Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry, it was. It was Joe and Paul because remember, this is the episode where they actually sing the um, uh, the, the Stargate, Stargate theme song. song that we played back in um, Window of Opportunity. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, right. it was... Um, it was Peter, Joe, and Paul that did the commentary for this episode. I've actually found myself singing that when I it pops on now. It's like I'm still walking around my house, going just out of nowhere, going serpents, serpents, venom. I'm like, you're welcome. Then segment. And then the other day, I got in the car and turned the car and was just like. Ticket the China, the China. <laughs> <laughs> a big shout out to everyone who actually said they went and downloaded Wizard, the Absolutely. album. Yeah, yeah. Mate, they just got it. this spike in downloads. <laughs> you like, imagine? Yeah. Oh, I, we are back. I actually looked just. <laughs> and you guys know how much, like, how little time I have for Twitter. I actually went onto Twitter to see if they had a Twitter account, but I couldn't find Me one. Me too, yeah. Just, they, yeah. They see, go. made fans, that is. If you go to their YouTube channel, make sure you say, I'm here for Get Into Gate. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> Get Into Gate sent me here. <laughs> oh, man. Our biggest celebrity connection is the band Wizard. It's not like, it's not like we're on like daily chats with Christopher Judge we're on Twitter. We're so niche. Via, via YouTube comments, we're discussing music with Wizard. Oh, mate. Season six, we're gonna be best mates with Karanemic. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, he's gonna be a, he's gonna be a guest on the show. He's, he's already tweeted. He's going, "You talking about me yet? You talking about me yet?" Like, nah, man. Oh, I hope he doesn't listen to the I mean, podcast and what we've said about him so far. He's, and if he, and if he, he does, knows, we've been joking. Obviously, <laughs> he's, oh, he's well aware of it. He's got nothing else to do, so of course and, and he's look, listening. <laughs> let's, be, let's be completely honest for one second. If Robert C. Cooper has been listening to, I hope you're in on the joke. Okay, yeah. that's yeah. all I'm saying. I hope you know you're a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> he knows. He, people have told him. His mum told him. Clean your room, you piece of shit. <laughs> Don't come in while I'm cleaning my room. You gotta see. You worthless I got piece prom- of shit. <laughs> I got promoted. I'm, a, I'm an executive producer now. <laughs> Am I still a piece see. of shit? Yes. Let me make an arc of truth too. Oh, please don't. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I read on the TV. Can you imagine that that did happen? Like, we go, we're finally getting another Stargate TV movie. Robert C. Kid, what is it? Arc of truth too. You're like, oh. <laughs> He's going to write and direct truth We've been waiting 10 years for this shit. Uh, That's so good. <laughs> arc of truth. So, should I look forward to Arc of Truth? It's oh, pretty amazing. It. Yeah, it's pretty good. No. <laughs> I mean, it's. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's better than First Commandment, so yeah, you know, it's longer. 
<laughs> it's got Marina Backer in it. Well, I will, so. I will oh. give you this. It's can't, better than Stargate Origins. I was going to say, it can't be worse yeah. than Origins. No, no. Yeah. It's all up. Nothing can. Oh, it's, it's Emmy worthy compared to Origins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chris Judge is in it. Yeah. I mean, if I had a choice, <laughs> if I was told I could never watch any Stargate again except for Origins and Ark of Truth, I will, I'll happily choose Ark of Truth. Yeah, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Obviously, you know. Yeah. Got all the characters in it. Yeah, good. Well, they're well, all in it. Let's most just of them. say that. Most of them. Most of them. Are. Most of them. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> most of them. Most of them. Some are dead. Some aren't dead. Some just aren't there. Some <laughs> just aren't there. All right. There let's anymore. move on before you get to spoilers. Some just aren't. It's all right. It's, it's literally it's the movie after season ten. So you'll have yeah. forgotten by Apart the time from what we I've already get there. worked out. Just don't get too attached. <laughs> yeah, he, we shouldn't have told him to buy the DVDs. <laughs> I haven't looked at the covers. Yeah. yeah. I'm just really smart. It's <laughs> not what so. Daniel thinks. <laughs> you never wore that bright. Cold. Oh, great. So, so cold. Oh, so so good. So that um, whole shed when they lit it alight mm. was just a giant bug zapper. Pretty much. Sit on your porch drinking some moonshine. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> How's the serenity? <laughs> oh shit! Electronic alien. Not a sound. No. Yeah. Are they electronic? <laughs> All right, Maddie, go for it. What? The gun. I wasn't going to bring it up. <laughs> what gun? Oh, uh, Haley. Haley goes. Oh, why don't we just use those phaser things? Yeah, shoot it twice. One of phasers from Star Trek. Yeah. That's that's what he was getting at. She was calling as that Nicotella a phaser. Right. That's why I Box. Didn't... <laughs> oh, <laughs> <shame>. <laughs> Thank you for telling me. <laughs> Box. Right, let's get to it then. Only oh, because I'm going to try and empty this sucker. Yeah. Uh, that's what she It's said. actually getting quite empty. Yeah, if, uh, yeah contribute and some and more. Call out to the Patreon uh, members. Uh, no, unfortunately. Chuck it, some more in. It can't be refilled. It's um, it's it's like one of those single-use plastic bags that have never been outlawed. That's fine. I'll buy a in, new um, one in Australia. We'll buy a fifteen-cent one. <laughs> Thanks. Who's this from? Don't don't look! Don't look! Don't you look? You what are you thinking today, don't Maddie? Don't read it. Ready and three, Go. two, one. Read. I can't read it. Go. Just you actually can it. read. We'll edit read. it. Read. Stop looking ahead. Stop looking ahead. Read. This Go. wasn't part of the deal, Maddie. I don't. I. I I love how you've never done what you set out to do in this segment, yeah, which is ever. just to read it cold. Never done it. No, I just said I wouldn't pre-read them, like when they're sitting in the box, like when I'm home alone with nothing to do. <laughs> oh. Come on, mate. Come, can, mate. Get it Be it? honest. Be honest. What are you thinking? You've been real down this week. What's don't, in your mind? Don't, <laughs> don't draw it out. Just get it off your chest. Like a Band-Aid. Right off. This isn't like a Band-Aid. This is like chemotherapy. <laughs> well, oh, Jesus. <sighs> You'd imagine. This is like having an arm amputated. Again. Hey, remember when you did that? <laughs> <laughs> Turns out you can do it twice. <laughs> you can only do it two times. Yeah. That's it. J- Jane- Janeway. Mm. Come on, mate. With- We're here for you. Use your words. Say All right, fast. enough of that. Just say it. Not Janeway was completely incompetent, mm. and not Voyager was full of nothing but criminals and flunkies. Yeah, if Starfleet uh. wasn't so PC, they would have court-martialed the lot of them. Fair call. 
Thank you, Danny from Patreon for making. What was me, so hard about that? For making me realize that. Mm. <laughs> Actually, I was watched the episode of uh, the Next Generation where the the pilot guy from Voyager's in as a different oh, character. Yeah. yeah. That he was actually supposed to be that character in Voyager because it's basically got the same backstory, yeah. but they realized that they'd have to pay royalties to the person who wrote the Next Generation episode. Oh. So that's why they just used the same actor and gave but, him a different well, name. Well, like pay royalties forever. Yeah. To, so uh. basically for every episode of Voyager, they would have had to have paid royalties to Plus the they expelled him. They didn't imprison him. Yeah. Well, that's another box of shame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna happen. I always wonder why you find it so hard to tell the truth. Yeah. Because uh, this was a blatant lie. Danny, well, I will find you. So you're lying to us, Maddie. Yep. You just broke all trust. Yep. There goes the arc of truth. Oh. So I'll have one from the box of shame for that. <laughs> <laughs> so if I say Cooper a lot, do I have a box of shame? Yeah, absolutely. No, because I'll enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can I please have a box of shame? Yeah. <laughs> His uh, Brandon's left to be filled with nice things about people. Yeah, compliments. <laughs> it'll be, it'll all be compliments. Oh, that's, that's pretty good. Totally a box of shame. <laughs> <laughs> or Absolutely. it'll be like, oh, you've got to donate four dollars to charity. Like Obviously it'll be all not. nice things. <laughs> that Brendan would never do in his normal life. <laughs> He'll find a charity. Yeah. I thought you would have been all over the moon stuff, Brendan. I thought you'd been all about the, oh, it's it's M six something 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 something. MC four eight six two. Yeah, that thing. Yeah. Instead of the P. Little things like that usually get you all hard. Sure do. <laughs> all right. It's time to find out if Brennan's been paying, paying attention. attention. I don't know what's happening, but I'm for it. All right. What underwear am I wearing? Five questions. <laughs> all right, let's do it. Five questions. Uh, short answer questions. <laughs> you, 30 is this seconds for on the clock. <laughs> Absolutely. This is taking a turn. Man, I hope this goes my way. <laughs> I, love it when, I love it when the focus isn't on me for a change. This is great. Okay, right. here we go. Time starts at the end of the first question. Mm. The pilot episode was directed by who? Mm. Don't know. In Fire and Water, what was the name of the creature that kidnapped Daniel Jackson? Nem. In Singularity, what did Cassandra never have in Toronto? Boobs. <laughs> in the episode, in the episode, Ergo O'Neill was reading something while it was while he was eating his pie. What was it? No. In vain. What does Carter call Doctor Harlow when she discovers that he signed the form to allow Tilt to be transported away? You son of a bitch. Sounds good to me. Yeah. You're so shit. <laughs> it was Mario that directed the pilot, wasn't it? Mario as a party. Mario Fennec. The pilot, uh, Fire and Water, Nem, you got that correct. Mm -hmm. Singularity, yeah. what did Cassandra never have in Toronto? Boobs. Swings. I said boot. She never have in boobs. Toronto. Mm. Yeah, swings. It was swings. swings. I thought um, it was a dog. In second. the episode, uh, uh, Ergo. She goes, swings. Oh, we've, n we've never had swings in uh, Toronto. Because <laughs> she's from another planet. Oh, I get it. In Ergo, O'Neill was reading uh, something. Mission when Report? He, Eat his pie. He was looking at the printouts of what the Malp sent back. And in Bane, Carter what? calls Dr. Harlow a, a son of a bitch. Oh. Yeah, I got that. Boom. So this is what Daniel Jackson has to say about you, motherfucker. <laughs> Reese, um, your father made you wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never were to, bro. Turns out it didn't work for you. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
Got him. He's gone. Rich, your father made you wrong. He f***ing showed you, Brendan. He's <laughs> wrong. Yes. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> he was doing so well and it didn't even it didn't even come to me that the audio was stuck in his face. You know what else he's got to say? Oh. Oh. Oh, I gotcha. Suck shit. <laughs> <laughs> Suck shit. Uh. Alright, now you do me. Alright. <laughs> I've only got four questions this week, so it should be easy for you. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure they're four shit ones. <laughs> so I can't get five out of five. If you get four out of four, you what? you win. <laughs> what what do I win? A uh, box. Oh, yeah. shame. A box. A big schlong in your face. <laughs> Obviously not. I'll mine. have to go outsource for that. <laughs> Beat you to it. Uh, <laughs> so with this one, we're going to start the clock and then answer ask the first question. Why? Because there's only four questions. So <laughs> changing it. I think we've I think we've all uh, realised that the clock has nothing to do with it. Yeah. Doesn't it? <laughs> but when the clock finishes you can't answer any more questions. Yeah, but if I know them. Alright. Anyway. Apart from flying, what ability did the glowing swarm of aliens appear to have? Pass through objects. Correct. Doctor Jackson did not appear in the episode. What was he? Where was he on a mission with? Who was he on a SG mission 11. with? SG-11. Correct. The Stargate is located on M4C-862. What does the M stand for? Moon. Correct. What weapon was Jack shot with? Zap. Correct. And who directed... <laughs> uh, fifth <laughs> Element. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you missed the last Reese, one. your father made you wrong. The wheels are falling off. Dude, this is of a bitch. The wheels are falling off this whole thing. This is bullying and I'm going to HR. Come on, Matty hasn't gone to HR yet. <laughs> yes. Matty, let's go to HR. Oh, hang on. Let me just have a look through the... Brendan's actually the HR officer, so... <laughs> Quit your... Winding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to the car park. <laughs> Settle this the old-fashioned way. Go, go hang out with low pitch. Get beat up. <laughs> All right, that's episode 85 of Get Into Gate. Prodigy will be back next week to talk about Maddie's other favourite episode of oh, season God. four, Entity. That's uh, on the oh, next Stargate SG-1. Love Entity. <laughs> love it. Maddie hates it. It must be good. <laughs> next Stargate SG-1. They may be trying to communicate. Hey. No one saw it coming. This is overloading. Shut it down. No safeguards could stop it. Computer's no longer under our control. Prepare for a different kind of alien invasion. It's learning. Learning what? About us. Because it's not here to take over the world. Whatever got into our computers apparently is <laughs> built a nest. It's taking a life. It's insider. And any course of action. How do you intend to remove it? I doubt it's even possible, sir. Could be SG-1's most fatal mistake. Leave Major Carter right now. Richard Dean Anderson stars on the next Stargate SG-1. Oh, God, that seems like a good episode, Matty. Holy shit. So ready. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. No, just stop pissing on the floor. (laughs) Well, crickets all of a sudden. 
And if you want to be a Get Into Gate prodigy, jump on over oh, to our Patreon yeah, page. Oh, good gear. <laughs> Patreon for I'm so glad you guys, because usually when I throw, I'm like, and so uh, Patreon, and I just sort of look at you like a puppy, yeah. a confused little puppy. <laughs> and you've always Say got the goods. Something. You've always got the goods. You know? uh, uh, Patreon.com forward slash Get Into Gate. Yeah, yeah, part of the show. Support the show, but you know, some behind the scenes exclusives. I mean, if you yeah. if, I mean if you want to see what kind of, you know, wonderful preparation goes into the show, I mean, <laughs> you know, what how Maddie comes up with the zany sound effects or you know, like when Brendan's like deep, 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 deep research into his questions for is Reese paying attention. Do a bottle of bourbon. Yeah. All the depravity that goes on, you know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I do something, and it'll be well documented <laughs> on Patreon as well. Patreon.com. Oh, one of our first Patreon videos was showing your amazing note-taking skills for uh, for episodes. Yeah, man. Mm. Ah, it's been good. Left my notebook at home today. Um, <laughs> couldn't couldn't tell. Nah, couldn't tell the difference nah. when you when you bring it in. So, oh. I mean, that's all right. I mean, it's not a roast on me, sure. But, I mean, you uh, just eat a top and tail anyway, really. So, nah, keep going. <laughs> no, I can take it. Yeah, well, f- <laughs> you for playing Reese made you wrong. I mean, if I made you wrong. Hey, man, peer pressure. made you wrong. <laughs> you made yourself wrong. All right, we'll be back next week to talk episode 86 of Get Into Gate Entity. In the meantime, you can uh, find us on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and uh, hit us up if you want to uh, drop us a bit of a long-form chat. Get into gate at gmail.com. Myself, Mitch underscore Lewis, on Twitter and Instagram. Matty? At High Pitch Matty. Brendan. At the Bren Gibson. And Reese. I am at the Flying Gibson. I thought you were going to say, I'm at HR. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on my way to HR. (laughs) Bye, boys. (laughs) Getintogeek.com.